just I, I I couldn't help putting my face in somebody else's vomit and feces, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, what, what a way to start a show! Hello, everyone, <laughs> and welcome. This is Elder Scrolls Off the Record, available for download off iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and QuestGamingNetwork.com. And today's record date is Turdos, Frostfall the 16th. I am your host and fellow Tamrielic Traveler, Evarwin. And I am joined by the creator of democracy, Rob Rage Philosophy. Creator of democracy. I like it. You like that, right? Yeah, I like that. I was trying to go with a um, epic host intro sort of sort of a thing this week, and uh, and not to be undone, our special guest he creates PvP guides, he slaughters faction enemies, and has ended tyrannical rule in third world countries. Big Jake from Deltia's Gaming. I'm a bola free. true leaders of the free world right here ladies and gentlemen boys and girls uh unfortunately liz could not be with us today uh she had to uh take time out uh to be with her family and uh everything is okay everything is fine uh not to you know make it sound like you know someone's in is hurt or, or sick or anything but today was a family day for liz so uh we miss her and uh looking forward to talking to her next week uh, you can find us at questgamingnetwork.com. You can like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash questgamingnetwork and tweet us at Elder Scrolls OTR. You can hang out with us live on twitch.tv slash questgamingnetwork. Hopefully our next show is going to be next Thursday, October 23rd at 9 p.m. Eastern. We've said this last two episodes and have changed it the last two episodes. So we're, we're hoping for that. Um, so stay tuned. And of course you can catch up with us. At YouTube, youtube.com slash questgamingnetwork. Uh, Rob, what are we going to be talking about today, man? This week, uh, we're going to have our community news, uh, community roundup uh, featuring uh, ESOTR, Ekatosh, Guild updates. Mm. The Tales of the Dead 2, round 2 winners have been announced. And also, fresh, uh, hot off the press, Matt Fiverr's Road Ahead. Uh, and uh, for our discussion topics, uh, some updates for Update 5. And, of course, this week in game will include ESO and any other Elder Scrolls games that might have possibly been played this week. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, we've got your tweets and or emails. Our show is sponsored in part by Tweaked Audio. TweakedAudio.com for... Quality headphones and 30% off. Use our code off the record at checkout and buy Audible. AudibleTrial.com slash Quest Gaming Network. Download your free book today at AudibleTrial.com slash Quest Gaming Network. Uh, before we get into anything else, we just want to quick check up with uh, Big Jake over here. Jake, how you been? What up, man? Doing good. Glad to be back. Thanks for having me. Yeah, glad to have you back. What's new over at Deltia's Gaming and or with you? What's new? Oh, glad you asked. Um, got a got a couple new authors, Party Pyro and Nines the Divines, writing for us now. So Nines they're doing crafting the and PvP. 
So we're doing more, expanding more, uh, not just build specifically, but trying to get you know all sorts of different angles for people that like different sort of things. So they have been doing a great job. Uh, Party got featured by um, Elder Scrolls Online, so that was great. Nine's going to come up soon here, and just a lot of stuff on the site today. Finished a Sork PV or PVE build DPS. Um, so really, I'm just trying to learn characters, get a build, something that anyone can play, and then learn more about the game, enjoy it. Uh, just This community is a lot of fun to be around. Sweet. Um, glad, to, uh, glad to hear all that, and uh, glad to hear that you know, you're still pumping out all, uh, all new stuff on your, on your website, all new guides and all that. Um, what's, uh, what's coming out first this week for you as far as guides go? Do you know? Well, the very first guy, or just what I released today, was um, the Turbulence build. And that's essentially the Sork, um, kind of a streaker type AoE build, and a lot of single target DPS. Tomorrow, Party Pyro is going to release something on Siege Weapons. Um, something goes on at the site every day, whether we're releasing some new content or I'm going back and revising stuff like the vampire werewolf changes we're going to get to later. There's always something to come back and see. And really that's what I'm trying to do is keep the content fresh, updated, either release something new or have something for people to look at every day. What's, uh, what's going on with the Deltia's gaming t-shirts, man? Uh, I hear, uh, Oh man, (laughs) we're going to go there right now. All right. Let's do that. That's fine. <laughs> we can do that. I, I hear they're uh, they're they're just they're all the rage right now. Everyone uh, everyone's asking about DG T-shirts. Uh, DG baby, yeah. Um, I, I need to get some funds up real quick, and then we can uh, print out a few more uh, twenty of those or so. Because uh, someone named Magellos who really wants one, and you guys, uh, I'll, I'll get them out. But I need to get some funds up here real quick. We'll do. Uh, we'll do a t-shirt swap. We'll we'll get some ESOTR shirts right. going. Right. Throw them out. We make some Akatosh t-shirts and hard contact. We're we're getting pretty thick here with the gills and and Ellers right? right now. Right. It's been it's been uh, one hell of a week in uh, in Akatosh and hard contact, from what I understand. It's been great. It's been really. I mean, a lot of the guilds starting to open up. Uh, Java, who I know we're going to get to her later, but just an excellent leader. Really, just a sweetheart. Yeah. Everyone likes being around her. Really taking a good leadership role and making things fun and interesting. So it's just been great. Hell yeah, absolutely. Uh, well, before we uh, get get started, get really really started. Um, before I I play my my terrible awful uh, community bumper that everyone hates and I'm getting death threats for for playing. Uh, not true. <laughs> Rob, would you, would you please, uh, we have something quick to mention. Yes, upgrades to the new QGN website. That is questgamingnetwork.com. Includes new forums as well as a new way to donate to QGN. Please donate to us. We love money. No. <laughs> no, we, we do love money. <laughs> that was good, Rob. <laughs> we are uh, we're hard at work uh, bringing you a web store and possibly some flash type video games. That wait, 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 web store, web oh, store, yeah. web store. Tra- talking about like Delta's gaming T-shirt type web store. What, what are we putting on the store? Well, we're we're gonna have these cool new T-shirts. Actually, they're gonna say okay. uh, Deltria's gaming <laughs> with two G's at the end. <laughs> it's better than Deltard. Uh, right. me that Oh God! <laughs> and uh, everyone's favorite ginger is going to be uh, plastered all over these shirts. 
when we find one, we'll let you know. So. <laughs> Wonderful. Wonderful. I'll be the first one in line. Pre-order. Yeah. Nice. Right. Sorry to interrupt there. That, that was important. I had to clarify. No, sir. It's okay. Go right on Hey, it, it works, man. Also, uh, YouTube channel. Uh, we'll also be presenting a new Let's Play section from uh, streamers. So get excited because QGN is only getting better. That's right, guys. Um, all right, so let's uh, let's go charging right on ahead because we got a we got a big fat show for you coming up this week. But first, no, I haven't had a chance to fix that yet. So. <laughs> You know that that's going to be the running joke that we will still have that come episode two hundred. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> I no. actually tried making uh, time this week to uh, to change it, but then it didn't happen, and you know I only had uh, so hopefully next week, but uh, it probably won't happen again next week. So <laughs> I'll work on it eventually. Um, all right, so we've got updates on ESOTR Akatosh, and uh, this is this is very very closely tied with um, anything and everything with events from Hard Contact, uh, Jake's Guild as well. So so Jake, um, if there's anything, I only know the the Akatosh side of this. So if there's anything that that you want to just you know call out regarding Hard Contact, just just go ahead, throw it in there, interrupt. I don't care. Okay, can I say something first real quick? Go right on ahead, please be my guest. Um, just for those that don't know, Hard Contact and Akatosh are, are both doing the same sorts of things. I mean, you all, we all know that you can be in multiple guilds. So whether you're in you know, my guild or their guild or our guild, whatever, it's fine. We still want to participate in doing these different things. We already have ongoing events before we get to the big, huge thing. So if you're looking for to do something in-game, we have to do it during the weeknights most likely now. We're coming out with weekend events for those that you know work Monday through Friday type of thing or that's their day off so every day we're doing something and if you want to check out what's on the calendar it's on my website deltiasgaming.com slash calendar avarwin also made it a post on it so every day we have something going on we do something for everyone we have a crafty night which actually was the most fun where we just ran around picked up bug loss and made fun of each other we got veteran dungeon night which is tonight <laughs> we have uh, dragon star arena pvp uh, we have lobby night, so you don't have to feel like you have to have an end game character. There's something for everyone. So before we get started in the big, huge events we're planning, you know, if you're looking to do that sort of thing, let's talk to me, send something to the website, or I'll keep that calendar updated. And it's for Akatosh and Hard Contact, just both of us. Yeah, I'm actually uh, posting a link in the chat room right now uh, for uh, DeltiaGaming.com <laughs> calendar. Uh, so, so go ahead and check that. Um, check that calendar and uh i gotta get on on the qgn website as well i gotta get a uh i gotta get a, some kind of a calendar or something that that has uh just static events on there so this information is uh accessible on our side of it too this way people can check it out as well uh okay so uh first up is uh java who is now the new guild lead for esotr akatosh who that who dat? Who dat? Uh, <laughs> big congratulations to to Java. Um, I've been uh, looking to to step down and make her the 
the uh, the guild lead for for quite a while now, and uh, with recent events going on, you know, the last couple of weeks she's been putting together events uh, with with Jake over here and, and hard contact, and uh, it's just a uh, it's been a nice big positive change. I thought this is the perfect time. You know, people are used to looking to her for guidance, and it's a nice smooth transition. So congratulations to uh, Java Who on the the new uh, the new guild lead position. So good luck. Uh, we also have new upcoming events as well. Uh, party with Hermamora, a Halloween costume event. That's going to be uh, on Halloween, October 31st at 8 p.m. Eastern. Uh, meet everyone over in the Vile Mans. Uh, we've got uh, first to fifth place prizes for this as well. First place is going to be 10,000 gold. Yeah, that's some Druwax. That's a lot of Druwax. Yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, that's what? One respec? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Depending, if you have 300 skill points so it's a little bit more but <laughs> uh second third and fourth and fifth place winners will have surprise prizes as well now this event is only open to members of uh esotr akatosh and um i believe is is hard contact involved in this as well jake yeah i mean most of our members are in both of the guilds so it's okay. not an issue i don't think all right and uh and and uh, hard contact as well. Now you can join these guilds by contacting at Javahoo uh, or at Deltia or me at Avarwin in game anytime between now and the 31st to be involved in the event. Uh, the reason why we're only having it for, for the, it's a, as a guild event is simply because of the, uh, the, the prizes. Uh, we want to make sure that, you know, the people that are contributing for these, these prizes are also reaping the most benefit out of it as well. We would we would hate for you know a person to just kind of stroll into the event and then win ten thousand gold that all of our guild members raised. So, yeah. Uh, and then of course uh, this last bit here, ESOTR Akatosh will have further events in November, December, January, and February. Stay tuned for details on our scavenger hunt, hide and seek, Christmas event, and our race in Cyrodiil. Ooh. Um, can I throw a couple things out real quick? Yes, sir. Yeah, it's going to be some awesome events coming up. And, you know, it's just this this game is about us. It's our game. The developers, for the first time, I truly feel that an MMO developer gets it and gives us the tool to create and be have a positive environment and have fun. With that being said, these events that we have are fun. And then the weekly events that we have, we have kind of two separate groups. And I'll, I'll get into it a little bit. Um, one that Java leads, which is more, I don't know, people new to veteran dungeons or the experiences and those that are looking to, you know, maybe have done it a couple times and want maybe more of a challenge, want to try a new, harder content type of thing. What I mean to say is Java's really nice and sweet and I'm not so much. So, uh, <laughs> it works out better if you, you know, want to learn with Java and then you want to try more of the hardcore things. Now, Java can do all the hardcore things too. That's why she's a great teacher is because she just, she's been through it. We, we beat Dragon Star Arena twice together. So she knows her stuff, believe me. Um, it just gives people a way to do no pressure. You know what I mean? Some people don't want to do the super hardcore veteran dungeons, and that's okay. We have something for everyone. So don't feel pressured in doing any of that sort of thing. It's whatever you're comfortable with, and if you show up and there's not a group, we'll figure something out. We will make two groups, three, four. We had three running dailies the other night in upper, uh, Lower Craghorn. So size is never an option. We'll have people delete it that have done it before and know what they're doing. You just show up and have fun. That's really what it's for. 
I, I sort of like the fact that I'm getting this this sister guild feeling out of out of hard contact. I'm starting to enjoy this a little bit. Yeah, I mean, we have you know, we I kind of try to take it a little bit progression based, not not full meathead PvP or like I usually am, but <laughs> en- enough to go. You know, if you want if you want to do this, I can teach you how, but we're going to learn together. So it's but you're going to have to try to progress with me and we're going to get together as a team. That doesn't mean you have to sign your life a contract and say, you know, you're going to stick with the guild and come on every single night and it's going to be no, nothing like that. But really what we want is if you want to push it, you want to be the best and I want to be the best and how do you get there? You ask each other questions, learn and then just try to move forward. So that's kind of our approach is more I don't know, hardcore if you want to say it, but there's no requirements. There's no silly stuff like that. Just log in, have fun. If you miss a day or two or a week, it's, you're not getting kicked out. Nothing like that. So, and uh, in the chat room, I am not Java Who's sister. Oh, you're not? No, no, you're not. Why would you be? Bad, bad chat room. <laughs> this, this, this is how rumors get started. This is, this is yeah, how it They happens. spread. They spread like wildfire. But, yeah, so, I mean, to be honest with you, the community is amazing. The de- devs are amazing. They retweeted our event already. Hopefully they'll put something up about it. So, um, Akatosh is the place to be right now. It really is. Um, all right. Well, I think uh, I think the community appreciates that, that uh, you know, that, that movement toward – you know, let's let's learn together uh, at our own pace, and uh, it's a great feeling, and it's a it's a great environment. So, um, you know, if that if that's if that's you, we're we're here to help you out. Uh, Rob, number two, por favor, good sir. Ah, uh, yes, bien. Tales of the Dead Part Two winners have been announced. So Friday the tenth, uh, three winners of Tales of the Dead Two were announced. They were first. Uh, I'm gonna try these names. First place was Visinator, second place was Winnower, and third was Mikasikard. I, I think I got that <laughs> right. It, it, if they ever hear this, I apologize for butchering that name. But so, uh, sounds winners, about right. Winners were given uh, $25 electronic gift cards uh, or gift certificates to the Bethesda store, along with an ESO t-shirt of their choice, Evan Hart, and hey, all... <laughs> and all expense paid trip to Cold Harbor's Love Dungeons. Yeah, baby. Did you just say Evan Fart? Is that what you said? No. I, yeah, a little, little bit of static on the Skype. E- Evan yeah. Fart. Okay, got it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, uh, this this interesting little tidbit uh, dropped in the community today as well. The Road Ahead for October 16th. Matt Fire released another Road Ahead article in which he detailed the state of the game with Update 4, what's to come in Update 5, the success of their recent Guild Summit, updates in Cyrodiil, and mentioned an announcement for their six-month reward for their loyalty program is on its way, and of course reminded everyone to check out ESO Live and to log into the PTS and try out Update 5. Now, some noteworthy mentions include collectibles, such as pets, will be moved out of the inventory and into their own collections UI. More stability, yeah, <laughs> more stability and performance improvements for Cyrodiil are coming, as well as player balance and exploit complaints. Uh, more player separation fixes, streamlining of some quests, and further expansion of delves and a link to the update five patch notes are available through this article as well. So make sure you check it out 
at elderscrollsonline.com. Now, much what much of what was stated we'll go into in far greater detail in our discussion section later on in the show, so stay tuned. And uh, Rob, the uh, Community Roundup. Sure thing. You can check out elderscrollsonline.com for these updates from the community. This week, the Guild Spotlight, The Art of Warfare by Sun Tzu. I'm just kidding. It's a multi-gaming guild on the North American server and on each alliance. Started by U.S. vets in 2001 and actively recruiting. Read about them on the Community Roundup and their site, www.taw.net. Battlemaster's Corner. Templar. Radiant Bastion. It's an Imperial Templar tank, so check that out if you are into tanking. Imperial's the way to go. Hey, um... Uh Jake, is there is there anything that you wanted to uh, call out in regards to uh, Radiant Bastion? And did you take a look at the uh, the build yet? You talking about the Templar build up Breath of Life? Yeah, <laughs> what's up with that, yo? <laughs> Come on, you're a Templar. That's a mandatory ability, along with repentance. Mm-hmm. You shame on you for not using repentance. Shame on you. Go ahead. I uh, I haven't looked at the. I haven't looked at the build myself. However, um, I'm looking at it now, and I do see that there is there is no repentance on here. Come on, you know you gotta have that. Yeah, it's <laughs> no. It actually is pretty good. Um, the first bar I really like. It's kind of similar to my bubble trouble build that I that I made. Mm-hmm. Um, the problem is he's relying a little bit too much on magic and stamina. The best thing to do usually is kind of go all in on one or the other. Uh, that way you can get more damage or more defensive. It's really hard to do both because you're going to do both moderately well and nothing very, very well. So then yeah. you go on the second bar and it's like a caster. Well, you need stamina to block. So if you're a tank, you're going to need that. If you're going to be casting, there's nothing better than a, you know, the, the big burst breath of life heal that can save you and your whole team. Um, and then the ultimate choice is I like the Nova. However, Soul Strike, Soul Assault, it's a, you know, a one, uh, it's, we call it the Jesus Beam. It's a single target, four second cast. It does pretty decent damage. But if you're tanking, why are you not using Empowering Sweep? <laughs> Empowering Sweep is a damage debuff up to like 25%, depending on how many uh, enemies you hit. So if you're, it seems like he's not really a tank, not really a healer, not really, you know, he needs, I think, clearly to find his role and go after one thing or the other. Because honestly, in this game, if you don't go full bore on one thing, you're not going to be great at anything. Now, you can do a little dinky and around sort of thing, but you really got to go all in, in my opinion. Now, can you do this and put around and do fun stuff? Probably. But are you going to beat Dragonstar Arena, you know, Maybe I beat it with my Sork tank, so and that build sucked. So I don't know, but I, I didn't really uh, care for this one. Now some of them been really good. The previous one I really really liked, but yeah, this it was one, the mage one, eh. right? Yeah, this one not so much. Now, now to me, this to me looks like kind of like a um, like an off tank sort of, yeah. um, you know, ta- kind of the kind of guy who can tank the edge and maybe do some support heals on on the side. Not really like your damage guy, but really more of like a guy that's. Um, in the background and and just kind of like a utility sort of you know I'll augment the heals I'll I'll help augment the tank but I'm not really here to do a tremendous amount of damage because you know uh, Stu over there he's no one's fighting that guy's damage it's it's ridiculous anyway and you know 
Bob's an awesome tank and, you know, Larry's a great healer, but, you know, so the, there's nothing for me to do. Let me just go in on this and just support everyone because they can't do it all themselves kind of a thing. Yeah, but, you know, my famous saying, and Java will uh, mention this quite a bit, you can't heal a boss to death. Mm. And I tell every single person this, you can't tank a boss to death. You got to do damage. And my parties that I run, everyone needs to do damage, even the tank. Kodog was pulling 500 DPS as a tank the other night wow. when we were doing upper craghorn so faster you can kill stuff the easier the people have to heal and tank life's easy now it's hard to do that and manage resources but i'm going to ramble here it's just you know i love these bills and get fired up and every time i post a build i learn more than i i don't know share i should say because people post things and go you were wrong or this is better and i'm like oh okay a lot of the times that they're right and so i just the reason I do some of these things is I want to learn just as much too. So my researching the Sork or whatever, I'm learning way more than I'm giving out knowledge, I should say. And that's why – that's part of the fun. I, I definitely see what you're saying when it comes to you know all in or, or nothing. Um, I've recently swapped up my, my builds as well. And later on when we get into the, uh, the, the gameplay section, I'll, I'll show you what I'm doing. But um, yeah, didn't, didn't we have a PvP uh, little – foray what was that last week when was that when we went out there see it all oh yeah yeah we did do something didn't we yeah, i we think were, we were holding it week. down out there we had a java who you and i were holding it down yeah, 3v3 certainly were yeah <laughs> we were thanks for reminding me that that was yeah that was a lot of fun uh rob please continue we are going to continue with uh, the Lore Masters archive uh, this week. Thwarting the Daedra, Maroon's Dagon by Flaminius Octor. Uh, Flaminius Octor, the Cyrodelic Province General of the Fighters Guild, brings us today's informative and educational lore book. Find out how to help root out Daedric cultists while protecting yourself and loved ones from their insidious threat. <laughs> yes, insidious. Such a great word. It really is. I like insidious. Insidious is an awesome word. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, ESO Live episode three that aired Friday, October tenth, on Zenimax Online Studios Twitch account. That's uh, Twitch.tv/slash Zenimax Online Studios at four p.m. Eastern. Tons of information on Update Five that we'll be talking about in the discussion awesome. topics in just a minute. Uh, in closing, anybody, uh, Rob and then, and then Jake, uh, anything on, on the, uh, community roundup or the, uh, community news? Well, there's, uh, there's a lot of stuff going on with, uh, ESOTR Akatosh. Uh, I've been getting some requests from, uh, some, uh, members of Meridia. They'd like to start running some things as well. Uh, unfortunately, Meridia only really has, I think, 27, 28 members right now, uh, so we are still actively recruiting for Meridia, and I would like to start running some uh, some uh, activities for that guild. Uh, shoot me ideas. Uh, the reason I haven't really planned anything is because I, I've only, up until this point, gotten a couple, uh, I guess, mentions of interest of wanting to do something. So uh, if, if you have any ideas, then let me know. Yeah, and uh, ESOTR Meridia, that's our Ebonheart Pack guild for oh. for those. Yeah, Right, that that is our Ebonheart Pack guild, which we do have some Ebonheart purists uh, in well, Akatosh as well. At least you're not Daggerfail. Yeah, no. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> no. 
Game has been out six months. I still have yet to play yeah, or, or, or make a DC character. In fact, I just saw Stros Mackay for the first time ever this week. And I, 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 have, I have never even gone there. I'm just, I won't even touch soil. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'll get Sky Shards. I got to get Sky Shards. Yeah, so. yeah you got to get the Sky Shards. Wow. That's fine. I don't even know. How do you guys, like, how do you guys pick a. Uh, pick a faction like that i mean i i, I love the Eld mary dominion and and i i really i really love queen iren i i like her she's a good leader i ran i ran oh sorry i'm but, singing <laughs> i ran so far away <laughs> <laughs> but um i mean the other the other factions too like i i really enjoy them i don't like their leaders but i i like them i like the areas i think uh daggerfall covenant's yeah. areas and the most beautiful I would actually have to agree with you. I do like Tigerfall. Uh, the story I like the Ebonheart the best. I, I got a little sick of the whole whiny elf thing for a while. Yeah, the only, you know. So yeah, but it's how it is. Yeah, uh, I've, I've played through both uh, the AD and the EP zones, uh, and I, I definitely like the Ebonheart better. Not because I prefer the Ebonheart, but the, the story just seemed a little bit more gripping, um, and you know, like. To be honest, between the two leaders, I actually prefer Iren over uh, Yorin. Uh, Yorin seems a little wishy-washy, but eh, you know, he he's got the Nords and the Dunmer on his side. Yeah, I, I have to. Uh, I got to say, going from Stonefalls into Deshaun, uh, I like the whole the whole uh, plague zombie thing going on there. I'm, you I'm, like Deshaun? I like the storyline. Oh, uh, okay. The storyline was good. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm looking yeah. forward to getting out of the overgrown mushroom thing. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm not, <laughs> I was never into it. Yeah. I was never into it. I'm over it now. I want to. I want to start hitting the the Skyrim areas. That's when it gets cool. Yeah. That's the rest. That's, yeah. Unfortunately, right after Deshaun, you get to go to Tamrielic, Louisiana. So. <laughs> Tamrielic, yeah. Louisiana. Yes, yeah. <laughs> Black Marsh. Uh, or um, Shadowfen. Is, yeah. Uh, Shadowfen's yeah. yeah, Shadowfen uh, is probably my my second least favorite of all the zones, just after uh, Grotwood. I, I, yeah, I didn't like Grotwood. It's it seems a little gloomy, but all right. Well, if that's it, gentlemen. <laughs> uh, oh, one one more thing. Oh, go ahead. If you guys get a chance to watch this, do it because you'll really get a glimpse of what the developers are like in this game. It's way different. It's way different than any other mo. I'm telling you, just watch it and you'll you'll see. These people aren't wearing suits and ties. They're they're people just like you and I. They got sleeve tattoos. They're not afraid to be who they are. They're gamers. You know, they're developing this game from a gamer's perspective, and that's why when we screamed about the veteran system that it sucked or we didn't like it, they're changing it. They're having to overhaul their whole game for us. So I really think these images and what they show off to the community is something that I've been craving. And yes, the game's not perfect, and there's a lot of things that I want, but I'm willing to stick with a company and a game that supports me, because ultimately I'm not paying you if you're not doing what I want or our community wants. And I really think these things, that if you're new to MMOs, this does not happen. It does not happen. Yep. Well, uh, Jake, I'm glad I'm glad you're saying it because um, you know for a while there I had been saying it often and I was getting some flack for for being a little too kind to uh, to Zenimax. But the fact is, is um, you're 100 percent right, and they don't they don't have to approach their game and development in the way that they do, and it's uh, it's really 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 exciting. And and honestly, like 
I've seen I've seen directly the way they interface with the community and the community get better as a result of that. And and the community knows it. Like I've had in-game discussions with just random people saying stuff to me right. like, you know, I I just I love I love the community in this game. Everyone is mature, they're It's way different. It is way di- yeah. It really it's, is. You don't see McFluffy fluffy pants running around. You don't see yeah, you'll see a couple of derps, but there's people in in, in chat that say, I need help doing this quest. And for the first time in my gaming life, I just went and did it. I have never actually just helped someone unless it benefited my character. Now in Guild or something like that, that's different. But this is the first game where I'm like, Yeah, I'll go help that guy. You need a vampire bite? I'm not gonna charge it. You know, it's just different. It's a culture, and that's what I love about this place. Right on. Right on. Absolutely. Um, Just a reminder, we are sponsored by Audible. Audible Audible.com. You can download your free book at audibletrial.com slash questgamingnetwork, and you'll receive a special 30-day free trial. Elder Scrolls fans will love the Infernal City, and of course, Lord of Souls, uh, that is by Gregory Keyes, takes place after, 40 years after, the Oblivion Crisis. Uh, we've got a brand spanking new uh, uh, podcast called Dragon Age Off the Record. And if you're a Dragon Age fan, you may also enjoy The Stolen Throne and The Calling. Any one of those books can be yep. free for you just by go- going ahead and uh, going over to Audible Trial, audibletrial.com slash network. Update 5 updated in our discussion topics. Next. In their tongue is Dovahkiin. Dragonborn. Last week's third episode of ESO Live brought with it some very exciting information on Update 5. Now, without any further ado, here is the information which came from multiple dev interviews on Update 5 in ESO. Now, now both Rob and Jake, uh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to go through the list. If there's something you want to call out or stop on, just let me know. Stop. Okay. That was a joke. <laughs> and uh, certainly we'll, we'll take our time. And, of course, chat room as well. Um, you know, if there's something that you hear that you're really excited about, we will go back to it. So, so please, um, let us know what, what you want to hear and we'll, we'll, uh, continue. Can All I right. actually say one thing? Yeah, <laughs> I know please. I, this is not a joke. This no. is not a test. <laughs> they did do something really nice about the PTS. Now they give you an option to transport your character over. So for us that have vampires or crafting stuff, we didn't get that when we were on the te- PTS. We really couldn't test the content. Well, now you can really throw your VR 14 character over or create a VR 14 character with all the best gear in the game. So they really got two options there. So they've made the testing of the PTS a lot better. The UI is still a little bit screwed up, but you can deal with it. So really, it just takes a long download is really the only thing you need to do to get on there and start testing. Yeah, the the character copy uh, is a big, huge thing. Uh, you can't underestimate its its importance simply because... You know, when you're when you're trying to test to see if if a build works because it's been it's been updated on on the PTS, you need to have all of your you need to have a lot of things in place. You need to have your armor upgraded the way you've upgraded it. You need to have your status there. Are you a vampire? Are you a werewolf? That needs to be 
taken into account and and um if that's not copied over you have to spend a long time grinding that and no one wants to spend a long time grinding that on a pts when they can spend the same amount of time on the live version upgrading their character as it is so uh so big huge thanks for, for putting that feature in. it was a big one uh now update five is on the pts this week please test it there is a thread on the forums by gina gina bruno community manager showing you what they'd love to see you test and it's titled Update 5 Testing Suggestions and Feedback Wanted. So if um, if you head over to the PTS and you want to do some testing, look at that up uh, look at that uh that forum post first. Again, it's called Update 5 Testing Suggestions and Feedback Wanted. And it'll give you a little direction. Uh they're also looking to add blocking while casting as a feature in game. I'm curious to see how that would actually work. Because I know um, playing a sorcerer, there's quite a few spells that require a cast time. And if I accidentally clicked on that um, when I didn't want to, I would block by default to cancel it out. Uh, So I'd be curious to see how this uh, actually plays out. Well, when they say block while casting, are you talking about a channeled ability? Because right now you can still block and cast and still get the benefit of blocking. Well, they they hadn't um, they didn't give a lot of detail. Yeah, I don't know what that means because right now that's a problem. I mean, you can the whole meta. Uh, I think the Tamriel Foundry guys were talking about you block and cast and still get the damage reduction of blocking. So it's like I think it's cheesy personally, but hmm. I don't know what they meant by that. Well, like I said, I mean this uh, all of this information was coming off of the uh, the ESO. ESO Live uh, episode three. So you know they had said they're they're looking they're looking at blocking while casting, and hmm. um, so we'll we'll see we'll see what that means. Yeah. Um, they're also saying that possibly new bard songs will be coming to the taverns. That's uh it's definitely a nice thing to uh, to hear. It's a small it's a small little update there. Uh, chat bubbles will be defaulted to off when the feature does come out. Good. New face animations are up on the PTS this week. Submit your bug reports. Eventually, they'll add more emotional faces to our characters in game, and they'll have—that's <laughs> quite what? the emotional face. <laughs> uh, and uh, they'll have more hair choices as well. So uh, hmm. perhaps you so- can get the uh, the Rob Rage Philosophy haircut. The Delta's yeah. gaming buzz cut. Or uh, the the Avarwin nerd cut, the powdered donut, <laughs> <laughs> powdered donut. <laughs> uh, Let's see. Al- does that mean that okay, more hair choices? That's good, great, wonderful. But does that mean you'll have to create a new character to enjoy them? And if not, then does that mean barbershop? Mm-hmm. No, mm-hmm. no barbershop. Oh, come on. What do you mean uh, barbershop? It's a gateway drug to a naughty word I'm not going to say on this podcast. Oh, well, what do you mean? Like racial changes? That's a, that's a very naughty word. I mean, I, you might want to bleep that out. <laughs> you start letting people do that, and you're going to be seeing pink lawnmowers around in the game. I don't want any of that. Pink lawnmowers? Oh, my. Uh, yeah, it's gonna get it's gonna get cray cray. <laughs> <laughs> Before you know, it, we've got a whole arsenal with 
filled with just lawnmowers and backhoes, and the f- the shed is full. And- <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> no, you can't change your race, bro. If you rolled Khajiit, and it's now it's the flavor of the month to be high elf, you're not changing. I'm sorry. Yeah, I I, I, I agree. I, I I agree with that. But I think that we should at least still be able to change the actual physical features of our I character. Agree. Yep. You know, but lock the race, lock the factions, but allow us to change how we look. Because eventually, you're going to get tired of that mullet. Dude, the mullet never gets old. <laughs> <laughs> There's some early 90s hairstyles I see coming back. God, God help us all. <laughs> and the, there's some 80s clothing coming back too but not this you see what shirt I'm wearing if you're you can't see it but love right here that's AD. it right there Canarthi's Roost that, Get that, him, baby. that color doesn't run <laughs> <laughs> oh that was good that was good you like that right <laughs> that was good uh, the Alakir Eastmarch Malibultor Delves will be expanded in Update 5. Again, every Delve in Alakir, the Alakir Desert, in Eastmarch, in Malibultor, those Delves will be exp- expanded in Update 5. Now, there's more coming. They've got 36 of these Delves expanded so far. They're, they're going to, uh, they'll, they're gonna do up 18 of them in every update. And the goal is to do them all. So. 18 per update. That's 18 for this one coming up. And ha- have any of you guys tried the expanded delves? Yeah. Do you like it? No. I want to get my sky shark kill the boss and get out. And get out of there? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I hate it. <laughs> I'd rather take the little circle, get my sky shark, get out, get the end game, start killing, you know, Dragon Star Arena champions. That's. But for those who like it, they've done a good job adding a lot. I know it was a huge complaint. Oh, I go in a circle and kill a boss, get a sky shirt. Well, yeah. I like that, but I, I um I I think I think this is one of the best updates that I've seen in the game. Bar none. Really? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. As as a as a Elder Scrolls fan, I want to go into a delve and um I want the feeling of of doing a dungeon without having to rely on a group, just like I do in Elder Scrolls, and it's just another w- tiny little thing. That, that Elder Scrolls fans have and they just want to see in this game to make it feel like like an Elder Scrolls game and and you, the, the additions aren't tremendous it's you know an extra couple of rooms over here or like a, a wing um, you know a west wing and an east wing of what's already there and it's optional you can go in there you don't have to go in there but it's just the fact that it's there and it looks bigger and you can go in there and and there's more experience and there's more chances to to loot items and you can go left versus right instead of going straight down the middle all the time every time so it's it's cool i'm into it yeah um rob maybe uh maybe you could pick up i think maybe uh the listeners have been hearing my voice too much Let's see, what, where do we leave off? Uh, uh, right here, right the Delve Sizes. Solo. Okay, solo group dungeons will now scale to players, and group dungeons will scale to the group leader with rewards that reflect that scaling. This is awesome. I keep yeah. wishing I keep wishing that this shows up. Uh, normal level dungeons unlock at level 10, scale up to VR12. VR dungeons will unlock at VR1 and scale to VR12. The VR City of Ash will be the only VR 14 dungeon in the game at update 5. It's going down. It's going yeah. down. 
<laughs> they are looking to shorten the looking for group time, uh, queue times. Mm. Easy and hard modes are going to be added to trials. Dwemer gear showed at uh, one minute, or excuse me, one hour thirty-two minutes into their. Um, let's see, the, the, this was the. Um, was it the ESO Live? Yeah, I'm actually yeah. bringing this up. The reason why I have that timestamp in there is because I want to switch over. Gotcha. Okay. And uh, and and show folks uh, in the chat room. So. Uh, if you're enjoying the chat room, this is uh, this is one thing that that you get while checking our show out live. Uh, that is these little images we like to put up now. Now uh, here it is up on the live stream the the uh, Dwimmer armor sets. That's them so far. Hashtag amazing. What up? <laughs> okay, that's sick for reals. You look at that heavy armor. No one wears heavy, but if they did, it would be cool. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. There it is. So I'm I'm super excited about about seeing this. And uh, Jake, I know later on you've got some uh, some information on exactly how these are even acquired. So. Oh yeah, stay tuned. Stay tuned. Yes. <laughs> All right. Moving on, stamina abilities will be getting further uh, further buffs. That means one hand shield, two hand bow, dual wield uh, are getting buffs to damage. Uh, very excited about that. Also, some new, much more powerful celestial sets. Looking forward to that. Uh, Jake, did Can you want to stop about on stamina? Yeah, yeah, please. Yes. Okay. Here's my rant. I know all you ESOTR people have probably not heard this rant, but we're going in on it. Okay. Stamina, they stop buffing stamina. Stop it. It's fine. What needs to happen is put your weapon damage abilities in the stamina pool, create a third resource for CC break, running, and that sort of thing. Call it willpower. I don't know. You can make it lore friendly somehow. Reason Endurance. why. Reason why. Yeah, whatever. I don't care what the name is. Call it Fluffy Duck. I, you know, whatever. Something. <laughs> but here's a problem. We brought a gentleman in last night to do uh, Crypto Hearts. Nothing against him. Great player. But he's using bow, right? What happens? Big red circle comes on the ground screaming, you have to dodge roll or you will insta-die. I'm out of stamina because I've just been using my bow. Dead. We go res him. Okay. Gets up. Same thing. He can't block now because he's out of stamina using his weapon abilities. Yet the magic users over here that are wearing skirts and dresses and wielding dinky staffs have such an enormous advantage. Such an enormous advantage. Just because of that pool. Because getting out, blocking, dodge rolling, all this stuff that will save your life in PvP or PvE doesn't matter. You need a third resource. So you can buff it till you're blue in the face, but if I have to block and use an attack and sprint and use an attack and... You see where I'm going with this? It's just the third resource needs to happen. I'm sorry. Especially for CC breaking. Because what do I do on my Sork? Tell me how cheesy this is. Seven pieces of armor. I got Warlock set. I never run out of Magicka. I can seriously literally spam Impulse 30 times without running out of Magicka. And what do I do? I put a movable on my bar, which means I'm unCCable for 10 seconds. By 10 seconds as elapsed, I get that back. You literally cannot CC me when I'm playing my Sork in all light armor. You can't. How fair is that? 
Wow. That's what I'm talking about. You need another tree. Otherwise, there's just it's just such an enormous advantage. I hate playing with light armor. I hate it. I love wearing heavy armor, wielding a huge gigantic sword, but this game, there's just so many incentives. I'm I'm sorry. I'm I'm a light armor tank. Think about that. How 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 do you feel about the the stamina buffs that they've putting they've been putting in regarding um, the returns on stamina. I do a heavy attack, I get some stamina back. Love I do it. a heavy attack, I get some magicka back. Love it. Yeah. But what, what, let's be real here. That's, that's one thing that's even. One thing. What's not even? The Mage's Guild has a magic for health ability. The Fighter's Guild doesn't. That's trash. I'm sorry. You need to have it even. So Make a stupid – the fourth ability in the Fighter's Guild, no one uses the dang Trap Beast. Make that. You, you take 600 life or whatever, and you get stamina back. Make that. That's only fair, right? Um, because there's another huge advantage. So everyone in the game has access to a life tap. Why would you not use magic? I'm, I'm sorry. You have infinite magic. You have infinite magic. There's no way to do that with stamina. Got a good point. You have a good point. That's for sure. Now, now, uh, would you say that part of the maybe part of the fixing here is to to buff the the return on stamina with those heavy attacks? Is that is that uh, the more they buff that, do you think that would that would fix this problem, or do you think it's just like you know what? Let's just remove the cause of the problem in the first place, and that is you know having a a third resource uh, for for rolling, dodging, CC, breaking well, the CC. I think and competitive PVPers will tell you the same thing. You know, whether it's you need a CC specific one. So CC break need to be on a separate thing. I really believe that. Dodge rolls too. So any movement ability. Now block I think should be stamina based because it's cheesy to make it you can infinite block. Um but really that's the problem. They've already said they're not gonna do that. I don't know why um that's what they wanna do. So they would have to make it one. Make the fighters good, have an ability where you can get infinite um, stamina. Two, buff the werewolves. There's passive stamina uh, returns, just like there is with the vampire. Three, make it so you get a lot more stamina back. Not even to the destruction staff and resto staff. Make it to where you get double. Because I have to block, dodge roll, and I don't have time for that stuff. And I don't have resources for that stuff. Really, it's, it's a big, big, big challenge. I think it could be solved easily. Another resource, you get a CC break. That CC break is tied to something else. It has immunity, so you can't get CC'd over and over every five seconds, but enough to – so good players can time their CCs and their delivery of damage. Right now, all I do in PvP is I go in, I spam impulse to someone, I wait till they can't block anymore, then I kill them. That's it. I don't block because I have a movable. So you, you're either one or two characters. You're the blocker or you're the non-blocker and you just wear the blocker down. <laughs> That's it. That's not fun. What what would you what do you think about the idea of having um Magicka and Stamina's regeneration rates tied to one another? The more Magicka mm. I I happen to stack myself, the more Stamina, I, the more Magicka regeneration I happen to stack and maybe it's tied to willpower or something like that. Uh, it just means the the more uh, stamina regeneration I, I have. 
So you're saying the amount of stamina you had was tied directly to the amount of stamina regeneration you you the, have. The regeneration rate of of Magicka is tied, tied somehow stamina. to the regeneration rate of stamina, and vice versa. Hmm. I. I don't know. That's an interesting question. I don't think that's even a concept I've considered. Um, I don't know if that would be successful or not because I really don't think that's part of the game. The core mechanics are, you know, you're a big, huge sword wielder. You're a little sneaky elf that shoots bows or you're a caster, right? That's what Elder Scrolls is. But what have I always done in Elder Scrolls? I'm the stupid, drunken Nord, crazy, long-haired, blonde, Swedish-looking dude that goes around and cleaves everyone's face off. I want to do that in this game. I really want to do that in this game. I can't. So what do I do today? I'm like, you know what? I'm going to make it work. I'm going to make it work. I do this every single day of my life. Every day of my life, I'm going I'm to make a stamina build that works. Go on my Dragonite. Go charge him with two-hander, run out of stamina because I can't block and I got green dragon blood. I rage quit, alt F4, take a deep breath, come back in the game, get on my sork, go streak and kill 30 people and cast impulse 50 times. I don't want to do that, but that's how powerful it is. Yeah. So I know it's a rant, but it's just it's frustrating. I really love this oh. game. I do. Love it. I love it. But it's just – you. They promised that you could do whatever you want, and they completely hit a home run with that. However, you cannot do what you want and be effective. I'll say that. And and I I I know I know they know that. So so I know they know that and I know they're they're listening and they're they're trying they're hard at work trying to figure this this issue out. But at the same time, um you know, I don't think you've got anything. You, you know, you just apologized for for the rant, and and I I don't think I don't think it's it's necessary. I think you're you're doing a community service by by pinpointing these these uh, these issues because Lord knows I'm crap when it comes to doing that, and someone out there needs to be doing it, and uh, you know it's it's it needs to be addressed, and and you're addressing it. So so rant on. Um, you'll always have a microphone on this show, and certainly on on tales as well, and and uh, and your site. So so rant on. Now, with that being said, I'm the biggest Elder Scrolls homer on planet Earth, and you guys know that. I love this dang game. I do. I absolutely adore it. Everything is fun. But at the same time, I'm going to call a spade a spade. And right now, stamina is a spade, and it's staring us in the eye. And if we don't, as a community, speak up and say, I want to play with a bow and do as much damage as a destruction staff user, it'll never happen. Uh, so, so one of the members in our chat room just said that he's now downloading Elder Scrolls Online. Can we, can we get like a kickback or something for selling the game? <laughs> is, that a, is that allowed? Is that a... <laughs> hey, tell him to join Akatosh and uh, go to ZeltiasGaming.com for his leveling guide needs. <laughs> hey, hey, there you go. <laughs> that was my radio DJ, uh, com ad. Sounded good. I liked it. I liked it. Um, all right. So. Undaunted. This was another thing that was that was brought up, and uh, so I'm sorry. I had literal. I literally just thought of like five things all at once, <laughs> and then I, I. You want me to talk about something? Paralyzed my head. <laughs> no, and <no>, it's okay. Cranial <laughs> uh, flatulence. Yeah, I, I have this. I have this issue sometimes. I, I I multitask all the time, every day, all day, and and sometimes I just. My you mean age. like calling me, you know, <laughs> yeah, you, you, you can multitask with the best of them. Dude. <laughs> now, 
Yeah, poor poor Jakey sending me a, uh, a a tweet. I'm driving to work, and I'm like, uh, can I like call you or something? Because I'm driving, I can't type while doing this. Uh, so anyway, Undaunted, um, no longer oh, yes. are in taverns. Uh, they they will be found in special enclaves. Uh, starting at level 45, they will give daily quests to enter dungeons called pledges. And I almost said the word piglet. <laughs> pledges. <laughs> Uh, completing a pledge at level 45 will give you a bronze key. Let's just stop for a second here. Undaunted, right? Undaunted. 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 They're a faction in the game. You find them in taverns, right? No longer. You're going to find them in enclaves now. And, and what's cool about this is they're going to be giving you guys, um, daily, daily quests called pledges. All right. Now you can, you can take these daily quests. All right. Go to a dungeon. Run the crap out of that dungeon, okay? Get all the different side quests and all that, whatever. Whatever you want to do. Just go in there, do the dungeon. Once per day, you're going to get this thing, okay? You come back to the Undaunted, who have given you this this quest, this pledge. Turn it in, and at level 45 is when you're starting to... Uh, when you can engage in this, this, uh, this system... Completing a pledge at level 45 will give you a bronze key, which will unlike, unlock a bronze chest. Now, complete the pledge and all dungeon side quests, you've upgraded that bronze key to a silver key. And you'll, get a, and you'll be able to unlock a silver chest. And of course, better rewards will be inside. VR pledges always give a silver key. So once you hit VR1, you can start doing these... Uh, VR undaunted pledges, and they will always grant you a silver key. Now, the question is, is are there gold keys? Yes. Why, yes, there are. <laughs> there are gold keys. Yes, and, they are. And you get them by unlocking side quests. When you when you go inside of a VR dungeon and you complete the dungeon and all of its, its side quests and, and uh, optional missions and all that, you get a gold key, and that opens up a gold chest. Uh, you can do one normal and one VR pledge per day. That's one normal and one VR pledge per day. Undaunted pledge chests have a chance to drop a unique armor set. These undaunted dungeons will also have a chance to drop a mask that looks like the final boss, which will have a matching shoulder piece. In gold undaunted chests. <laughs> That's what it looks like, actually. These will provide a set bonus that will give a unique chance to do an attack similar to that boss's unique attack. All right, enough from that, Jake. Um, I'm sorry, Rob. I meant Rob. Um, no, me! <laughs> we'll go to Rob and then Jake. <laughs> uh, what What are your thoughts, concerns, and questions about about how the Undaunted are being treated now in Update 5? I I think it's great because... One of the biggest disappointments that I had um, before the game came out, they talked up this Undaunted as as a new faction. This is a new group because everybody knew about the Fighters Guild, Mages Guild, Dark Brotherhood, Thieves Guild. The Undaunted were new. And when I first got into the game and found out who the Undaunted were, I was so angry that they were just a bunch of drunks. Um, I mean, and, and I'm, I'm, I'm speaking just totally honest here that, you know, 
yeah, their, their, their little song or their chant when, when you actually just discovered the first dungeon in the very first zone was about it. That, 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 that was it. So the fact that they're giving the Undaunted more more roles and actually making them a little bit more than just a bunch of drunken idiots sitting around a table at a tavern. Yeah. So I, I'm, I'm, you know, I, I love this. I think this is great. Uh, and I think for players that are new to the game that never knew the drunken undaunted, I think that they will see the undaunted in a completely different light. I'll always see them as the, as the drunken idiots at the tavern. Yeah, they were sort of um they were sort of presented as as kind of like a broken faction or or not even a faction that was just like it was just underutilized. It really was. It was just a completely underutilized faction and now, you know, going there and getting a pledge uh once per day, running a dungeon, getting your key and getting a really cool reward, that makes it feel like an like a you know, a better, you know, like I expected at launch. Jake, please. My turn? Yes, sir. Um, so as far as the Undaunted go, yeah, you guys were talking about it's super underutilized. I agree with you, but for different reasons. Like the role play aspect of the story, I don't care. What I care about is getting rewards and doing repeatable content. I hate dailies. I say it again. I hate dailies. However, I really realize the importance of dailies. Having some purpose to get on and progress your character through an endless hamster wheel, we all say we don't want it, but we do. That's why we play MMOs, because there's never an end to them. And if you get one character finalized, you go off to the next. Just ask me. I got two VR-14s. With that being said... If I get an, an, I go through Elden Hollow veteran rank content. I blow all the achievements out of the water. There is zero incentive for me to go back there. There's zero incentive for me to do things at endgame. That's why dailies are needed. Number one, it gives people a thing to do. Number two, it gives people uh, a reason to try new things beyond achievements. That's rewarding to the developer standpoint. Because if 1% of the population is playing Elden Root Hollow, Elden Hollow Dungeon, is that a success? If 1% is playing Trials, is that a success? You spent 33% of your development time for something no one, no one does. Right, this is really going to be a big, big part of the game. I really think so. Yeah. I don't think a lot of people really bring the attention that needs to be. I'm, I'm super excited about this because now people that are even afraid to do dungeons because they think they're not going to be good enough or whatever can see that number one, everyone dies. Number two, everyone has to learn. The best person in the game didn't become there overnight. They had to die a thousand times just like the rest of us. So sometimes it's just giving a little incentive, a little push to people to get and explore this content. And it's fantastic. This is the best PvE I've ever played. And I hate PvE. Hate it. I, I love it here. It's not just sitting, standing, and blocking, and that's all you do. You got to get out of the red. You got to heal. You got to keep yourself alive. You don't taunt everything. With that being said, I know it's a big, huge, winded rant. I am ecstatic about this Undaunted. And that's the very first thing I did when I got on the PTS. I went, found it, took a million pictures, opened a chest, and I giggled, and I logged off and said, I can't wait for this. So wait, what's the giggle sound like? <laughs> <laughs> Not uh, I disappointed. I can't do my Java Who impression. Hold on. Okay, love. Love. <laughs> 
Oh, dar- oh, oh, darling. Oh, she's not even here to defend herself. Oh. So that's, that's why it's great. Oh, she's saying you need your healer, Delta. Yeah, she pocket heals me, so I have to be nice. Yeah, yeah. It's very true. Throw, you gotta- throw her a couple bug loss. It'll keep her happy for her. It's like, you know, women in this game. Oh, I shouldn't go on this ramp. Oh, here we go. Here comes a thousand horrible emails I never yeah, want to read. I'm, you know, I'm never going to. My site's going to get shut down. Bug loss <laughs> is like diamonds in this game. Okay, so you give someone's mad at you, woman, male, anyone, doesn't matter, black, white, I don't care. Yeah. Here's, here's five bug loss. Will you forgive me? That's like giving someone an engagement ring. There it's really go. that powerful. <laughs> five, five bug loss. So there, so there it is. I'll try. Oh, five bug loss tomorrow. There you go. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's, let's quickly run away from that topic, uh, kicking and screaming, over to, uh, to Rob, who's going to pick up on crafting and Ritz. <laughs> <laughs> all right crafting rates are quests that you pick up which yield very high rewards first you can only obtain rates from crafting skills you're certified in certifications require a simple tutorial quest i would imagine that would teach you how to use the crafting skill which can be skipped if you already understand how to craft once certified you get rates from the quote writ board Mm-hmm. Complete the requirements of the writ upon turning in, and you'll receive a boost to inspiration, crafting materials, possibility to get a survey report, which acts like a treasure map. Uh, it'll show you where to go for high-yield nodes of crafting materials in the game. These with maxed out, or those with maxed out trade skills can look forward to, first, being sent out to Craglorn for crafting mats and survey reports. The survey reports will have a high chance of Nern Crux, which is used to create items with the Nern Honed trait. And Nern Honed, if uh, you hadn't uh, uh, seen it before, it increases spell resist by 25 to 4.5%, depending on the quality. Uh, and provisioning writs will grant rare quality recipes. So, uh, so Rob, anything you want to uh, you want to point out before we we move on? Um, th- this actually makes me a little bit sad because I just recently decided to, I guess, retire my crafter, uh, where I can really I, I can go anywhere in like the first tier of the game but uh if it means running out to uh to craglorn then i'm gonna have to take that the character out of retirement so i think it's cool but it's like man that's another character i'm gonna have to work on <laughs> i think uh, yeah i th- i think the big takeaway on this one is um obviously the the whole writ system being being put in here it's it's dailies for crafting and uh hey you know what it it works like like jake was saying you know it's uh we all complain about it but the fact is is if if the if what you have to do is fun and interesting and the reward is is fantastic and the chance for an incredible reward is is there um it's good game design, and and I I like where they're going with this. Um, I'm hoping that um, that more comes down the road as as this system is implemented and, and people get their fingers into it. Because um, I I don't think that I don't think people are going to be happy 
a hundred percent with with how how this system is as presented and, and written um, on uh, on ESO Live. I think there's there's going to be people that are interested in this, um, but I think there's a lot of people that are going to say, ah, you know, it's kind of boring, and I'd rather do something else instead. I'd rather unlock those undaunted quests. So I think they're going to need another pull, um, but I think they're they're dangerously close to actually hitting exactly where this needs to be. Um, the other thing too is, hey guys, Nerncrux, right? That's going to be uh, you grab those survey reports, right? And you're going to have a, a good chance of getting uh, of getting Nerncrux out in Craglorn to create your your Nernhoned uh, goods. So that's that's a good thing. Bad side of that is if it's not balanced, you're going to have a lot of Nerncrux out there, and that means you're going to have a lot of Nernhone out there, and that means it's going to water down the gear option. So supply and demand, baby. Indeed. But for a time anyway, you're going to make a killing on on guild stores. Uh, Veteran rank system. Two champion system. Phase one is is happening here on update five. And what does that mean? Well, it means that veteran VR levels will now grant one... Stat. Yeah, one stat. Sorry, I wrote that wrong. Uh, One stat and one skill point. Can I say something? Yeah, please. One stat meaning one attribute point. So yes. in the game, what do we have? Forty or forty nine, whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah, forty nine. So you get for VR fourteen, multiply that. So people were complaining that you hit a VR rank, you don't get anything, which yeah. you didn't literally. Right. So I logged into the PTS. I'm like, put my attribute points in, like what I usually have them, and I'm like, oh, I have more. Cool. Um, so it kind of gives us an incentive to actually hit veteran rank because it's not like you get anything except access to gear. So I think that's what you meant of R1, I yeah. assume. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I meant uh, ability. Okay. And um, stat point. And then the less time, they did they did quantify that too. Let's, um, I mean, let's let's call it what it is. You know, once you hit level 50, all of a sudden now you're, you're going after veteran rank. You're still leveling. You're still questing. You're still grinding quests. Yeah. I mean, why not? Why not grant? That's the only thing that I miss between leveling and, and the veteran rank system. I don't mind the grind, but I'm patient. Um, really? I, uh, yeah, I don't. Yeah, no, I, I don't mind the grind. And uh, I, I am as surprising as it may be. I am actually patient. <laughs> uh, but what I did miss was was um, getting an attribute point and, and getting a, a skill point when I... Yeah. I leveled up. I really missed it. Yeah. So I'm glad that's coming back. Uh, it really, it really kind of jacked up my, uh, I, I guess, like my 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 line of thinking on what I wanted to do with uh, planning out my character because you were so used to receiving a skill point, you know, pre 50 uh, when you level, and when you get closer to that next VR level. You have that split second where you're thinking, oh, okay, I'm going to get a skill point so I can put it in this. And then, oh, wait, you actually, hey, you don't get that point. So, you know, it's it's kind of small potatoes, but, you know, it, it, it's it's a pretty significant disappointment once once you realize, oh, wait, yeah, I don't get that skill point. Yeah, it's it's sort of jarring. Kind of, It's funny how it works that way. I mean, the, the, last, the last level in the game is 50. But it doesn't feel like that, so I'm glad they're 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 having they're having this um, they're having this change. This is this is a, this is a good change, a big positive change. And it's going to count for a lot. 
Um, less time between VR levels now. It is going to take a lot less time to get from veteran rank, I don't know, whatever, six to seven, seven to eight, four to five, two to ten. <laughs> numbers. Yeah, talking about five times, five times is less. Yeah, didn't you crunch the numbers on that, Jake? Well, yeah, it, they said it's going to be like 1.4 million every level versus like it scales right now. So it might be, you know, 1.4 million. By the time you're doing uh, 12 and 13, it's 5 million a level. So you're talking at least five times probably faster to level now. So that's a good change, yeah. I think. Good uh, quality of life change. Now, my, my question is, I don't have a VR 14 yet. My, my highest is VR 2 right now. Do you... I mean, I know you just did like a, a leveling guide, but mm-hmm. I, I'm the type of player that I, I don't want to go and freaking kill zombies in Cold Harbor or go to Craglorn and kill a crap ton of scorpions until I hit the, the rank that I want. You know, if I wanted to actually quest this out, you know, in the game's current state right now, would you hit VR 12 or even 14 by just doing all the quests for the three factions? Did you read my guide? Uh, I did, but I can't recall off the top of my head. <laughs> All right, good save, good save. Uh, the answer is, I did not level the meatball way the very first time, which is grind the same mobs over and over. I did every single quest in the game. I got the achievement for it. With that being said, can you hit VR12 doing every single quest? You could if you did every single quest, every single delve, every single um, uh the crazy dolmens, every single dungeon, every if you did all that stuff and all the factions, you could hit VR twelve. Right, fair enough, because I mean that, that, that's how I play. I I'm not gonna run around in circles killing the same crap over and over again. Because... It's fun. <laughs> it's terrible. It's terrible. Yeah, I'll I'll I'll, I'll take your word for it. Uh, I'm I'm pretty sure I, I've I've done grinding like that in games before. I just no no I no. Well, you know, for me, if I've experienced the story. It took me 300 hours to reach Vet 10 on Deltia and took a lot less than that to reach Vet 10 on my Nightblade. So uh, you learn a lot through the process. Do what you like. Ultimately, if you want to be at Endgame and that's your thing, rush to Endgame. If you don't, you like doing stories and dinking around, do it. You know, it's your game. Do I'm, it. I'm a dinker. I dink. I love dinking. Yeah, you, you dink around. I don't. I doink. You know, there's dinkers and there's doinkers. There's two <laughs> types of people in the world. I am not a doinker. I uh, I like to dink. I like to be dinked. <laughs> and, hey, uh, that's off time. Uh, <laughs> that's off time. <laughs> that's a different hmm. forum thread. <laughs> hmm. And in uh, this last bit right here, uh, those who are VR fourteen, as I har- make a horrible sound for the podcast, apologize. Uh, <laughs> already have all of those, all of these points granted to you upon login when update five is live. So you don't have to worry about, you know, hey, where's my points, guys? I'm already VR 14. What, what's going to happen with, with, with me? I did all this hard work. I don't know. All those ability points, all those stat, uh, skill points, rather, uh, they're all going to be waiting for you as soon as update five hits. So you'll be, uh, you'll be getting all that. And, uh, and then to end off, Rob. With uh, with werewolf updates. Thank Talos. All right, I know he's not around yet, but still, new werewolf skills coming to update five. Hercene's bounty, which is a heal ability that costs magicka. Yay. 
Piercing Howl, a knockdown, stun, and deals high damage. And Infection Claws. So a Cone Effect Swipe does high damage and adds damage over time, plus new emotes with these skills as well. Thank you. Oh my god. Like, just me personally, werewolves versus vampires, and I'm not going to go into a particular franchise, but werewolves for me, all the way. Um, and I, I just, when, when I first got werewolf in this game, I cannot tell you how disappointed I was. And this it, is going to make it better? I think it is, because you could put every single point into the werewolf tree, you get three active abilities. Three. Act, three active only while you're transformed. The vampire doesn't have that. You don't have to be transformed to use the vampire's one. Think about that. Right. Now, that does make sense. But the thing is, is that of those three active abilities that you get in the werewolf skill line, one of them is an ultimate. The other two... You have, was it a howl, which induces a fear, and then you have a pounce. The pounce is next to useless, and the the howl is, okay, you just sent the enemy running, so now you have to chase it down. Uh, I I, I respect out and, and didn't even take those. I use the werewolf ability in its current state right now just for the um, ultimate king. That is it. That's all anyone uses it for. You know, and the, the the fact that you know, I I wanted werewolf in this game to be one of those abilities, much like the vampire. That it, it, you could go into PvP with this thing, and as soon as you turned into a werewolf, the other players would be like, "Oh hell!" and run because they know they're going to get tore up, even if that means that you're only a werewolf for like maybe fifteen seconds. Buff the crap out of it. Make it so that for the 15 seconds, that player is a god on the battlefield. You know? A la bats. You know? Yeah, a-, a la bats, you know? But the fact that in, in, the, in the state right now, you have two abilities that, you know, it's just... It, it's, it's freaking worthless right now. I, I did it just to do it, and it's... You know, I, I was so disappointed with it. Can I can I go in on this one? Yeah, go go right on ahead, Jake. Um, All right, Zoss, come yeah. on. If you're listening to me, it's time to wake up. Vampire, let's 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 be real here. Oh my God, vampire is absurd. If you want this game on easy, there's literally one button: get a vampire bite. Yes, I take a little bit from fire. Have you ever seen the passives for the vampire? Have you guys seen the passives? Okay, let's look at the passives here. I take a little bit less on my health regeneration. Who cares? I can heal myself. Okay, that's good. What about 10% permanent magic recovery? And stamina recovery. (laughs) This isn't one you transform. This is at all the time. That's one passive. There you go. Okay, let's keep going. Undeath. Listen. Increases damage mitigation when the player is below 50% health, up to 33%. You get incredibly more hard to kill the lower you get. And it increases your movement speed by stealth. Those are passes. Haven't even got to the active abilities yet. Then we got bats, devouring bats. It's a one-button, you-can't-die ability. 
It doesn't matter if people are spamming silver stars in your face or not. That's why I hate vamp. It's way, way too overpowered. Throw in mist form, elusive form, you basically can't be killed for four seconds and you move faster. Werewolf doesn't come close to this. I have to pay 700 ultimate to transform into a, a creature. It looks cool. The quest is amazing. I do a little bit more on my heavy attack. It's a complete total waste of DPS. No one uses it. Why? It, there's no reason to use it. Oh, here what? There was one. There was one. I tried it out. Guess what? You get ultimate regeneration for having the, the thing slotted. Well, they fixed that in patch 1.4 when they came out with the werewolf set. Now I get the werewolf ultimate bonus gain set without having to be a werewolf. There's no point. And what is this going to do? So uh, let me get this straight. So I still have to spend 700 ultimates to get what? A heal? Okay, every class can heal themselves. Um, a stun, knockdown, every class can do that. And a conal uh, AoE that adds a dot. Hmm, that sounds like impulse. Why would I change into this form? It gives you no incentive to do it. There's no powerfulness. Just like Rob said, when you w rip into a werewolf, it's 700 ultimate. I'd be able to, I should be able to one-shot everyone for five seconds. I agree. You know, I mean, I I'm excited about these abilities just because, I mean, you, you could put... You, you, you can take every single ability and passive in the werewolf tree. You still only have two actual abilities you can use in werewolf form. Now, what what I'm seeing in the chat room right now is uh, I think it's kind of gone up a little bit, but someone said that the werewolf needs some passives that exactly that, that carry over into human form as yep. well, or, 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 or just non-changed form. Yeah, I was actually just about to ask that question. Right. Things such as damage mitigation, like just a passive that increases your resistance to whatever gives you more armor, maybe even like a 5 to 10% movement speed, um, I guess like a, a resistance to stun, um... A damage increase just from from weapon swings. Okay, you know, so, since they're on this this you know stamina kick. Okay, here's another thing that could help boost stamina a little bit, but that needs something that it, it is worth getting it. Other than the fact that oh, I'm a werewolf, isn't that cool? Right now, werewolf is a novelty skill line. You have it just to have it, and it looks. I mean, you have the cool die, but other than that, I mean. Go in, go into PvP Cyrodiil. Find a former emperor, someone that has former empire. You know what they're going to be? I'm going to tell you. They're going to be a Dunmer, a vampire, a Dragonite. They're going to have two abilities. That's all they use, and you can't kill them. So let's fix the balancing before we do any of this other stuff. Why? Because I'm that guy. I'm that guy. I know. Believe me. Oh, reflective scales. You can't shoot anything at me. Oh, green dragon blood. You can't kill me. And I have passively 150 ultimate. You can't kill me. Think about that. That's two, that's two cast for a Dragon Knight. Sorry. I just, I hate playing as a vampire and I hate playing as a staff wielder, but if I want to be the best in the game at PvP, I have to do both. It's a crutch. It is. And uh, very important uh, things to be said. So, so good on you um, for, for throwing that out there. And if, you know, if, if want, uh, I mean, obviously this is, this is, it's a step in the right direction. Um, They're a lot trying. of people, a lot, yeah, they are trying. A lot of people are excited about it. I think what they want to do is they want to make vampires and, and, uh, and, uh, werewolves feel 
like vampires and werewolves, you know, when it comes to being a werewolf, you're a normal guy until you change into a werewolf. And I think that's why they went with that design decision. But this is, this, you're starting to hit the point now where it's like, what's good for uh, experience may be bad for for gameplay. And what's good for gameplay might be bad for just, you know, simple experience. Has there ever been a werewolf out there in a story who who was superhuman before they changed into a werewolf? Well, the answer is no. That's not what a werewolf is. But vampires are like that. So, um, you know, I understand where they're coming from, but but from a gameplay perspective, uh, there there is something that that definitely needs to be done. You know, maybe maybe lowering the cost of the ultimate, or maybe taking it off of ultimate maybe have the ability to transform into a werewolf as a free skill do it anytime you want as much as you want and let that hang out for i don't know 30 second duration something like that yeah that's what i you know I, i am more for them buffing the 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 form the werewolf form if they add no passives for for non werewolf form th- that's fine but if they were to buff the crap out of the actual in werewolf form and even lower the duration then I I would be perfectly fine with it yeah. if it was something that like you turn into a werewolf and you could technically two shot somebody with it then I'd be cool with it but the way it is right now. The first time I turned into a werewolf, thinking this is going to be the most awesome thing ever, I freaking died. <laughs> I freaking died. Like I, at least it wasn't to a damn mud crab. But <laughs> I, I, was, I was up against one enemy, just one enemy. Yeah. I was just like, hey, I, I want to see how this thing works. I turned into a werewolf. Yeah, that was a waste of some ultimate points. Oh yeah, now I got to go fix my crap now. Yeah. So it's like, oh, the, the, this is a pain in you know in the butt. But the only thing that that made it somewhat okay was that the experience for getting uh from the werewolf ranks uh went a lot faster than vampire did you know at least till five but it was uh, was so lackluster let's um all right let's let's move on because we i do want to finish this uh (laughs) we got to finish this up we got uh we got 30 minutes left in the show and uh jake uh jake brought some stuff on onto the show about the pts versus you know vampire werewolf and daunted um so, so Jake, if you haven't already hit on some of this stuff, uh, why don't you go ahead and uh, and and present you know some of the information and and uh, topics and ideas that you wanted to bring to our show today? Okay, uh, the PTS. I was skimming through the patch notes as soon as they released them and found out that they are nerfing vampire pretty big. They're reducing the devouring bats um, heals by thirty percent. Oh so, wow! Yeah, that's a Oof. huge nerf. Now. Yeah. They're still going to be powerful. It's still going to be fantastic. I'm still going to be a vampire on my Sork just because it's just an ultimate you have to have. When it costs 128 ultimate on my Sork and I can't die for five seconds, yeah, why not? But that's a good change. It really is. I think people are starting to understand how to handle vampires. I don't think they needed to nerf them this hard. I really think the balance is where it needs to be. There's huge risk. But there's huge rewards with the vampire, the way it should be. Some of it sucks. Some of it makes PVE miserable. But that's how it should be. If you have a, excuse my language, god mode ability, 
you're going to have to have some downsides. And that's where the werewolf's lacking. I know they're going to make these changes. I plan on, for those that visit my site, updating both guides. So I already have a character that's a vampire. I'm going to rebite my Dragonite and test them both out again. Redo the guide so I can make sure I'm giving you guys accurate information. Um, another thing I wanted to talk about, I talked about veteran points being changed. That's really good. So make sure that, you know, you leveling is much, much easier. I have some guides on that too. No, I don't do the scorpion exploit crap. I do not exploit grinding. That is BS. Don't do that. Don't get kicked out of the game just for an hour less grinding. But really, that's what's going to change. 1.5 is e enormous changes if you look at this game it was out in march yeah march this game is absolutely phenomenal progression for what it's been this game has had nothing but hate nothing about i remember when this game came out they said they're going to have updates every four to six weeks every single other mmo fan trolled this game and said there's no way they can do it how are you what where you at now bro look at it and these updates (laughs) are meaty these updates are meaty, yeah. right? Oh yeah. Where you where you at now? This is my game, baby, and I love it. Yeah, everyone is, suck. But everyone's you know been bigger than last. It's gonna last. This is built to last. This isn't some trinket that's gonna go away soon. And it's because of us. It really is. We keep doing the stuff like this. We keep sticking together and playing this game. I'm passionate about it. You know, it, it's gaming. This means a lot to a lot of people for different reasons. And so I don't even know why I'm ranting about this right now, but it just seemed like a good time. <laughs> because you know what it is? Because that that I, I I totally see, you know, what it is that's going on with you right now. It, you know, there there was a lot of hate that that this game took when it was coming out, and it's nice to finally step back and see all of your your investment. Um your your emotional investment, your your uh the work investment that we've all done, uh your financial investment spent well spent on you know seemingly one of the very few corporations out there that that's keeping their word you know the the uh not not to be a jerk about it but you know what uh (laughs) the senate in this country could learn a lot from zoss right now and that's keep your goddamn word and if you don't apologize you get it wrong admit it yeah and that's exactly what Zoss is doing, and and uh, everyone here just really, really appreciates the way they treat the community. Yeah, I do. And can I say one more thing before I forget? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Since we're talking about community, I got to tell you, Hard Contact Akatosh has probably some of the best people on planet Earth. I really mean that. For instance, Medge in our guild did a skyshirt hunting run from Sunday. I kid you not, from about noon till 7 at night. She literally took everyone through and got sky shards, did dolmens, did delves, all the things that are really hard to do by yourself. And she's going to be putting this on again. Medge Kodog from Hard Contact. It's going to be November 2nd. I'm going to have more details on the website. So if you're afraid to get into Cyrodiil because, you know, you're afraid of some idiot like me running around as a VR-14 vampire with all legendary gear, because I am that guy. Believe me, I'm looking for you, you Ebonheart guy. Uh, (laughs) I will smoke you on my vampire. I'll come in and bat bat you all day. (laughs) You'll be calling me Batman. Anyways, uh, November 2nd. So something like that, hard contact, Akatosh are going to be doing can't beat this community and i just want to say thanks to all my guildies out there it just is a pleasurable thing to come online and have a nothing but positive talk joking and trying to get better at the game we love agreed 
All right. Um, good points. Good points all. Uh, we're going to be moving on, but first we want to, uh, we just want to call out again, uh, that our show is sponsored in part by tweaked audio, tweakedaudio.com. Uh, again, quality earbuds. They've got free worldwide shipping, great customer service and a lifetime warranty. 30% off your order. When you use our code off the record, all one word over at tweakedaudio.com. Our Elder Scrolls recap is next. What we've been doing in game. And we are back with the Elder Scrolls recap. And uh, I've had, uh, I haven't had a whole lot of time to, to get into game this week, um, unfortunately. But um, what I have, when I have had the chance to get into game, it has been utilized very, very well. Uh, number one for me, first and foremost, uh, Java brought me Java into Hudat. Java Hudat. Java Hudat, what? <laughs> she uh brought me into uh dragon star arena and i i ran the first uh two or three um rounds i think and it was amazing it was incredible it's fun it's fun i i uh, felt i mean I, I i i didn't even like i didn't we didn't know we were doing this i we i didn't prepare for it nothing like that i i just i took my my wonky little solo build and I went in there and I felt useful. I was, you know, doing DPS. I was, I was, um, I was healing when, when heals needed to be done. And I, I saw, I saw impact. I saw my, my build hold up in, in major end game content that everyone is running right now. And that meant a lot to me. And, and the fact that, you know, I was standing next to, you know, some of the, the, uh, best geared guys in, in my guild. And gals, and gals, right? Well, I meant guys in the, uh, you know, <laughs> uni uni gender sort of way, but uh, <laughs> uh, people. <laughs> um, I was, some of the best geared people uh, in in the guild, and and just just helping them, you know, progress. It was great. There was a moment where where there was a uh, an archer in the background. Who was just dumping all sorts of damage on our healer, and our healer was doing everything they possibly could to keep the group up. And um, from afar, you know, I just I took out my resto staff, and I just started spamming uh, my uh, my javelin. My uh, was that uh, Adric spear or no? It's not Adric spear. Um, Pot, uh, binding javelin, or it's um, so, yeah, yeah, something toppling javelin or something like something that. like that. Yeah, crazy crazy javelin. <laughs> Uh, Java who javelin? Java who dat javelin? Ja Java who dat javelin? So I was throwing my javelin out there, and just just keeping this this um this ranged guy CC'd, doing damage with my with my resto staff, getting Magicka back. As a result of doing hard um prolonged damage on my my uh my resto staff, and then throwing that javelin one more time, it would knock the the uh the the ranged guy to the ground and the, you know what they weren't doing 
nasty damage to the healer anymore. And that left the healer the ability to 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 do its job and then everyone else just sort of crushed the the group that they were working with. And and that was that was the first time when I I start I sort of like sat back and say like holy crap, like I'm actually effective here with this build and it's it's a lot of fun. And um I was I was doing AoE damage when I pulled out my uh my two handed uh mace and using that that build as well and it was it was fantastic. I had a great time in, in Dragon Star Arena, so so big shout out to uh to Java and, and the group there for uh bringing me in. I had a lot of fun. Uh also, what else did I do? Um I had crafted a whole new set for myself of uh heavy armor. And a new chess piece is now legendary. I was so excited when I actually got that done. I made a legendary. Legendary you, chess piece. You made a whole set legendary? No, just the chess piece. Oh, just the chess. Okay. Yeah. Uh, upgraded it to legendary. So now I'm using uh, three pieces of the Torig's Pact set. So I'm getting seven spell damage and 108 max health out of that. With five items in the Ashen Grip set. So now I'm getting 104 max health on top of that. 13 weapon damage, 4 weapon crit, and a 10% chance for Fiery Breath, which does 80 flame damage on melee hits. So when I get hit with a melee weapon, I have a 10% chance to do this Fiery Breath proc. Now, does the animation still proc? Like a Dragonite? Yeah. Oh, it does? Okay. Still does. I like that. It's cool. It's it's a little jarring at first because I'm, you're like, wow. Yeah. You know, who, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's cool. Who ate the hot tamale? But <laughs> it seems to happen a lot more than ten percent chance whenever I was using that set. Yeah, it seems like it. I I, I was surprised that ten percent could feel, you know, so so often. I suppose, but yeah. Um. Anyway, just to to sort of round up, I also reallocated my stat points. I now have in uh, my ability. Yeah, my my ability points. Um. I now have nineteen in Magicka, twenty sixth in health and four in stamina. So unbuffed, my stats are, uh, 1,712 magicka, 2,173 health and 1,150 stamina on VR4. So better than I was before. That is, that is for sure. Um, the health was big for me. It, it adds more survivability. The, the magicka and, and stamina is, is right where I need to be in order to use the, uh, the current skills that I'm using. So, I'm pretty excited about that. Uh, that's it. That's what I've been doing in uh, Elder Scrolls Online. Um, in uh, lunchtime in Tamriel, we I got this brand new um, questless character that I, I did a, uh, an episode of today on the Ebonheart Pack side. It's a Dragonite Dark Elf wearing uh, medium armor and dual wielding. And Ooh, my goal is nice. yeah, just to kind of run out there and show people, you know, like, hey, this is how you play the game when you're not doing quests. So you may want to check that out. It's on YouTube. And uh, Classic Elder Scrolls Night, episode 23, is set to record Sunday morning at 11 a.m. Uh, Mike, Mark, and myself will be going into Skyrim Solstheim with Janessa, whom, um, if you've been watching our YouTube channel, she was doing the uh, Lost to the Ages quest in uh, in Skyrim. That was um, the, uh, the Dwemer. I'm trying to remember it right now, and I, I can't. Uh, Ethereum Wars. The Ethereum Wars character. So, so Janessa from the Ethereum Wars is coming back to do uh, Soulstein and Skyrim on on classic Elder Scrolls, and uh, you're not going to want to miss this. Uh, it's an area. Soulstein's an area that's been in, you know featured before in in you know 
in the games in Oblivion, in Skyrim, and you know, so many people know so little about it. So you're definitely going to come away from that episode with something. Absolutely, you're going to learn something. So, so look for Classic Elder Scrolls happening on uh, Sunday at 11 a.m. and then available, of course, on on iTunes, Stitcher, YouTube, and uh, QuestGamingNetwork.com. So that's it for me, Rob. What about you? This week uh, for me was uh, pretty cut and dry. Nothing uh, spectacular like last week. But last week I hit VR for the first time on any character since launch. So that was a big week. But um, that very same character, my sorcerer, has hit VR 2 and is closing in on VR 3. I'm about halfway through Deshaun right now. So I'm chasing down the Lotos Plague. Um, and in addition to the dual wield spec uh, and two hand spec that uh, we showcased uh, last time, um, I have also taken a lot of the extra skill points I have to, I guess, invest in a pure casting off spec using uh, destruction staff and uh, restoration staff, and uh, that's actually a lot of fun. Um, and that, that build is actually using all light except for heavy shoulders. Cause I, I, I gotta have the battle mage look. So, um, but n- nothing really new with the, with that sorcerer. It's an awesome look uh, battle mage it, look. It, it is. I, I absolutely cool. love the, uh, the heavy Imperial shoulders, especially once yeah. you get to the, the, the final skin for them. They, I mean, you look like a linebacker, but you look like a, you know, just an absolute badass with it. And, uh, uh, I've got it mixed with that um, uh, the the Dunmer style robe, uh, and it, it looks pretty awesome. Uh, I've been working a little bit on my Nightblade um, using like a ninety five percent spec off of uh, Jake's uh, one shot Willie, and uh, the only thing I, I'm, I'm not using is the um, haven't gotten uh, flying blade yet. So. I'm using another uh, dual wield ability with that, and uh, it's a lot of fun. It's a vampire, but it's only level 23 right now. Vampire levels very slowly um, at those um, at the low levels. So, yeah, that that character turned into a vampire at 16, but I'm kind of wishing I hadn't because it levels so slow. Uh, but anyway, I'm having a lot of fun with it. But it is a little bit frustrating uh, compared to playing a sorcerer or a dragon knight. Because they really can't take on more than three enemies effectively. I mean, like you can, um, and it really is a you know one shot type uh, type of uh, build. But after I, I guess at level twenty three, I can take down two of those three enemies pretty quick. But by that point in time, I'm out of magicka. Uh, so I have to do a lot of heavy attacks to build up some stamina. Um, so it, it's, it's kind of a learning curve, but, but the, the build really does work well. Uh, and th- that's really all I've been working on, uh, this week, uh, just, you know, playing around with some of my lower characters, um, you know, when I want to just take a break from, uh, the VR content. Uh, but my rage of this week, here it comes, here it comes. The, 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 this is a big one. This is a big one. Um, courtesy when grouping in public dungeons. And when I say public dungeons, uh, I don't necessarily mean the delves. I mean the the one 
one dungeon per zone that requires a group. There's you know more enemy clusters uh, instead of like your usual two or three enemy clusters. There's like seven in there. Um, things like Crowswood. Um, this one was in Elden Root with my Nightblade. It is um, oh what is it? Um, Root Sunder Ruins. It's it's the one that's right outside of uh, Elden Root. But I went in there thinking, okay, I, I just can get this dungeon out of the way, run and grab the Sky Shard, see if I can get the uh, uh, get the group challenge out of the way, get that extra skill point. Well, I, I go in there, and this Dragon Knight invites me to group. Fair enough. Figured he and I have the exact same objective. Get in here, do what we need to do, get out, move on. Thanks for the free fish. <laughs> no. Um, I don't know if this guy was a new player, because he was... I think level 21, 22, something like that. We we ran all over the place. I was able to get a lot of the quests done, but we go back into the room uh, where the group boss is. And if you haven't been in there, um, it's uh, kind of in the, I guess, northernmost chamber of the dungeon. There's a bunch of skeletons in the room, and you have to kill all the skeletons in the room in order to um, gain access to the elite boss that you have to kill to get the, that skill point for the group challenge. This clown, I think he was just in there grinding. I think that's when I realized it, because all he was doing was running from room to room to room to room, and he goes back into this room, kills all the skeletons, and I'm thinking, all right, here we, here, you know, here we go, we're going to take down this boss. He kills all the skeletons, unleashes the boss, and freaking leaves the room. And as soon as you kill all those skeletons, it immediately aggros the boss to whoever was in there. I happen to be the closest one to him, so he comes in and freaking one-shots me. And, you know, Clown Shoes DK is just off running around somewhere killing tigers. Like, dude, what the hell are you doing? And I, I went into group chat and said, why did you leave? Why did you leave the room? This is There's a boss in here, Clown. And... He never responds, never came back. So I ran around with him again. Okay, maybe he didn't know what was going on. So I told him, this is, the, this is where the group challenge is. Let's get our skill point, man. Come on. And comes back in. Dude does it again. This dude killed me twice. Twice. To the point where I got freaking pissed off. I actually alt f 4 out of the game for a little bit. Yeah. Rage quit, baby. Yeah, I rage quit <laughs> for, for about 10 minutes. Came back in. I was still in the dungeon. And I go into uh, the Akatosh chat and say, hey, I, I, can somebody help me with this dungeon? The, this, this guy is a freaking idiot. Um, and fortunately, Jabahu came to my rescue and helped me down this boss uh, so I get my skill point. But the, the moral of this story is, is that if, if you're new to the game, it's fine. But when you're, when you're grouping up into situations like this, you need to understand that there are objectives that members of your group are going to try to go after. But if you're just in there grinding, all right, which is fine. If, if you want to grind or farm or, or, or whatever, don't freaking invite people. If you're just going to run around and aggro crap and get your team members killed, all you're going to do is piss people off. Like, no joke, I, I put this dude on ignore. He could be the nicest guy in the world. But if he sends me an invite or whatever, I'm not going to get it. So you know what? Screw him. At that Don't. moment, he was he was Clown Shoes DK off running yeah. around killing tigers. That's right. Clown Shoes DK. And it's, you know what? It's, 
But I, I was I was pissed. That, that that was a I think that was probably the most I had been pissed off at this game. Uh, not the game in general, but at a player in a long time. You know, and you've just, had you've had a solid rant, uh, you know, rage rant the last last two three weeks. So. <laughs> solid. Yeah, th- th- this one this one made me mad. Usually, like my rage is is something that is you know game system related or something funny that happened, like Hermamore or freezing me in place. You right. know, something like that. This was from an actual player. This was so, uh, cl- Clown yeah. Shoes DK. Yeah, this was Clown Shoes DK. So don't be that guy. Don't be a Clown Shoes. Yeah, don't don't be a Clown Shoes. <laughs> Anything so. else, Rob? No, that's it. That's all I got, man. What about you, Jake? What have you been doing in game this week? Oh, man, a lot. But really what I do is I, and I go from class to class to class trying to build uh, builds every week or two weeks, depending on how long it takes me. And just I inundate myself with information. So I have a concept around one or two abilities, and I just solely focus on that. How I do this is I die a lot. I screw up a lot. And I learned a lot. So when you see these polished builds, you guys got to understand that it takes a lot of practice to do this. I always ask other people. I ask more questions than I give out information. I think that's the first sign of anyone that wants to get better. Do you ask a lot of questions? Because I do. I, I ask a lot. Like Brandon, he was one of the top uh, PVers and PVPers in the game. I'm always asking him for advice. Other sorks that I know in the guild, you know, what are you guys doing? Why is this important? And I ask the why questions. Why matters. So when people ask me questions, they ask why. I know they're intrigued. They want to understand the mechanics because the mechanics can teach you how to be the best. With that being said, I've been on my sork for a week, solid, every day, grinding my whole life. And got to VR14 and did a PVE build. Pulled 900 DPS on a troll, single target. That's the highest DPS I've ever pulled. And I learned animation canceling. I did all that stuff. I just invested all my time. I'm going to make a beast mode monster sork. And I spent every day doing it. So finally did it. And I got it crafted up with legendary gear. I mean, I probably spent 100,000 gold on different stuff. Java who literally sent me 30,000 gold to... Uh, make stuff i mean so like you always talk about you know people sending me stuff people send me drew wax midge codog uh kudos whatever so i'm talking this character is top of the line it hits like crystal frags hits for 1100 you know codog and kuda too yeah codog and kuda kuda buddha those are my boys <laughs> java huda java huda what we hang out at the bodega all the time kid <laughs> so yeah Got the Sork up there. It's just a monster. Went into PvP, changed a few abilities around. I'm dive-bombing into 30 people surviving. It's just an absolute lightning storm of fun. So really, I mean, I have a million different stories of, you know, off and on what I did. But I just get inundated with one class, and I stick to it for a long time until I really think I have a grasp on it. Then make a build. And so that's kind of what I've been doing until today. Sweet, man. <laughs> I mean, it's... It's uh I know everyone really appreciates those guys and um I can't imagine the kind of hard work that uh goes into into putting those together. But um so so thanks for all that you do. You're 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 awesome, man. Appreciate it. All right. Uh this week in Tamrielic Holidays was Witches Festival, Frostfall the thirteenth. And this comes from UESP. They say today is the 13th of Frostfall, known throughout Tamriel as the Witches' Festival, when the forces 
of sorcery and religion clash. The Mages Guild gets most of the business since weapons and items are evaluated for their mystic potential free of charge. And magic spells are one half their usual price. Demonologists, conjurers, lamias, warlocks, and thermatologists meet in the wilderness outside of cities and the creatures created or summoned there may plague Tamriel for eons. Most wise men choose not to wander this night in Daggerfall. It's the summoning day for Mafala. Your emails and or tweets coming up. I've been looking for you. Got something I'm supposed to deliver. Your hands only. <laughs> Scariest guy in all of Skyrim. <laughs> Rob, would you mind reading the email, please? Hello. 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 I was listening to old episodes like I do every week. I was thinking, if ESO is a true Elder Scrolls game, then by that logic, Bethesda Game Studios will take aspects from ESO as they did with Oblivion, Fallout 3, etc., so my question is, what parts of ESO would you like to see in The Elder Scrolls VI? Wow. All, wow, that's a... Whew. Wow. Oh, man. Bad-ass question. Yeah. Also, since Mark has extensive knowledge of Daggerfall, does ESO hold true to what he thought the Iliac Bay would be like? Love the show. Armand. All right, Jake, you're up. What do you think? Elder Scrolls 6. What what's one thing you would like to see from Elder Scrolls Online into into Elder Scrolls 6? Well, the obvious one is multiplayer. I mean, this is what everyone wants. Elder Scrolls with friends. So, first off, if they're doing multiplayer, that's my, that's what I really want. But if they don't, I like the difficulty. The reason I stopped playing Skyrim is because about 20 hours in every character I rolled, I became so powerful there was no challenge. You know, I could just the leveling system didn't feel innate. There was no difficulty. I killed my first dragon, and it was sweet. It was awesome. My hundredth dragon, though, got old because there was no threat of dying. There was no repercussion of dying. There was no difficulty. It was like, well, why would I? Why am I going to keep playing when there's no threat of failure? You know, there's there's, a, there's no. Go ahead. There's a mod for that. <laughs> There's no threat of losing and making it miserable and stuff. And I don't want to have to mod my game to make it where it's just, you know, unbearable. But I didn't like the leveling system either. This leveling system progression, I know I'm kind of double answering here. I love the progression. Your character is unique and you get a, it's so unique. I like that you have only five abilities and you have to figure out how to use them. So I guess somewhat would be the the character progression in this game and how it evolves i really think that along with difficulty would be my favorite hmm what about you rob for me uh crafting has always been one of my favorite things to do in uh, elder scrolls games specifically with skyrim um god like th there would be nights that in in skyrim all i would do is um go gather materials to break them down into ingots and make better armor and improve that armor, so on and so forth. Um, but one of the things that I was very disappointed with Skyrim about was the various styles of armor you could do. Yeah, you had you had steel, Dwemer, um, Ebony, Orcish, 
uh, Daedric, and it all just kind of had that, you know, that appearance. But what I think would be good for Elder Scrolls Six is to take their whole system of appearance. You could make a steel chest piece, but you could give it a specific style. That is one of the things that I love the most about Elder Scrolls Online is the uniqueness in the appearance of whatever it is your character is wearing. Uh, even though you and, and the guy next to you are wearing the exact same chest piece, it just looks different. You know, I absolutely love that. Where in Skyrim and Oblivion, you know, the glass chest piece... That is what you had. If you wanted to change it, again, there's a mod for that. You know, um, that that would be the biggest thing for me. I want to see classes. I I appreciated uh, Skyrim's approach to to being very free, uh, build build your own class type of of gameplay, and, and that the. The uh, the stones in the very beginning of the game, the the mage, a warrior, and thief was in fact a a class decision. But um, there is something to be said about class choices. Having having a having a choice to say I am this, this is what I am. This is my class, and I missed that in Skyrim, and I appreciated its presence in um, in Elder Scrolls Online. Furthermore, I would uh, love to see, I would love to see, if you're going to have classes, I would like to see some of the Dragon Knight's abilities appear in Elder Scrolls VI. Hmm. I really, really would. You know, Akatosh is the dragon god, and and everyone in Tamriel, uh, in some form or another, has a version of Akatosh in their, in their history, their culture, their lore. Why is this not represented in any of the Elder Scrolls games? Yeah, you fight dragons in Skyrim, but that's really like the first time that that I know of anyway. Um and and I have a very cursory knowledge of the other of the previous games, so so take that for what it is, but from what I've seen, you don't have any dragon feel type of uh thing going on in in any of those games. I like the Dragon Knight in Elder Scrolls Online. I think it fits. I I think it's been missing from the series. I don't want to see a direct port into Elder Scrolls 6, but I would like to see some of the Dragon Knight abilities appear in Elder Scrolls 6 because like I said, Akatosh is a thing. He's the Dragon God. Many pe- people believe in him. Why wouldn't there be knights for his cause? That's a cool idea. That's what I'd like to see in Elder Scrolls 6. Well, uh big 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 huge thank you to uh, Jake from Deltia's Gaming on appearing on tonight's show. Thank you so much, Jake, for, for being here, for being a great Yeah, thanks for having member. me. I really appreciate it. Love yeah. coming on. Uh, thanks to Rob for being here as well. Uh, Liz, we've missed you very, very much. No, we haven't. Uh, <laughs> aw, poor Liz. I'm kidding. And uh, also, if you enjoy what we do here, you might enjoy some of the other things that we have on the network, such as Warcraft, off the record. They record Sundays at 8 p.m. Eastern. Rift Reforged, Thursdays at 7 p.m. Eastern is when they record, and Dragon Age Off the Record, available each week for download, as well as Warcraft Off the Record and Rift Reforged, 
available for download at questgamingnetwork.com, iTunes, and Stitcher Radio. And if that isn't enough for you, you can always get these shows on YouTube. YouTube.com slash questgamingnetwork. Final thoughts, gentlemen, and we'll start with our guest first. Well, just in case you want to find more of my random rants or guides or anything, it's DeltiasGaming.com, or I'm on Twitter, DeltiasGaming, or YouTube, DeltiasGaming, or at Endgame at Deltia. I really appreciate you being on the show. I mean, this means a lot to me to sit around and talk about Elder Scrolls with people that are like-minded and care about the series. I know I see a lot of uh, traffic on the internet screaming for console release stuff, and believe me, some things in life are worth waiting for. This is one of them. Wait till they've ironed it out. Be patient. It will be worth it. If you want a game that captivates you like nothing else, where you get completely lost like you normally do in Elder Scrolls, plus have multiplayer, plus can do this with your friend, this is the game for you. There's nothing like it out there. The developers, the people, the mechanics, it's fun. Java's in the chat room and saying, uh, Liz makes a great contrast. To these guys love her on the show and uh it's very true her presence was definitely missed on on this show um jake uh truer words were never spoken it's very wise um wise sentiment to leave off on rob what about you what's your final thought i'm very excited about uh the changes that are coming to eso uh it's it's very hard to think back as to what this game looked like on April 4th of this year. Yeah. Uh, it's just trying to think back, you know, right. of, of what was not in the game at that time that now we we, we would go crazy if, if they had to, God forbid, roll the game back to release date. Like, it would, it would be a completely different experience. Uh, Zoss is doing an amazing job getting this content out. And they've got a lot more great stuff on the horizon. I can't wait. Uh, it's just, just going to get better. Agreed. Um, I, I echo both, both of your sentiments. Um, I'm having a fantastic job. Uh, excuse me. <laughs> I'm having a fantastic time playing this game. And uh, I think everyone in the guild is doing a fantastic job uh, doing what they do. Um, Getting in Dragon Star Arena was just one of my thrills of this week, and um, you know I love I love raiding, and I felt like I was raiding when I was there, and it was a great time. So I, I really appreciate being there. I cheered out loud when I when I made that legendary chess piece. It was a fifty fifty shot, and I I rolled the dice Ooh. and pushed the button, and it was like, bam! And I I had no backup. I had no backup. It was that was the chess piece I was wearing, and it's either that or you know cry a lot. <laughs> so I got lucky and it paid off. So uh, and I, I I cheered and now those are wonderful feelings. If I can come away from this game cheering and feeling as if I've I've accomplished a goal that took a long time to build up, months to build up, you're doing it right. Um, update five looks fantastic and. Um, as Jake likes to say, the future of this game is bright. Well, with that, everyone, uh, Elder Scrolls Off the Record is a Quest Gaming Network production. Take care, everyone. Be safe. And as always, may the foos be with you.